What is going on, everybody? Welcome into the MLB DFS podcast. I'm Howard Bender, filling in for John and Pemba, and filling in for the James Grande tonight. We got none other than Dan Malin. You guys can find our uh, our Twitter handles uh, right there. I should probably just kind of put us, you know, just you and me here, I think, here at some go. point, so that we can uh, kind of say hi to everybody and be like, yeah, this is us. What's going on, Dan? How are you, man? Uh, doing really well. Uh... <laughs> been uh been very excited a little bit nervous about this podcast uh just because i a couple of times i've jumped in on mlb dfs content i've i've watched john and james filling all the time i'm always amazed at how they can just you know rattle off the left-handed hitters in in every team's lineup and just know like the good the good platoon matchups i can't even remember when i wake up every day that i'm left-handed so kudos to those guys uh, but still very excited to be here and, and uh, help out uh, Better Sports Network and uh, the family with their uh, MLB DFS preparation for Friday Slate. Yeah, you're going to be seeing a little bit of me and a little bit of Dan, a little bit more. You're also going to be seeing uh, Colby Conway, Adam Ronis. Uh, John is uh, on his honeymoon right now. He's traipsing around Europe. Good for him. And uh, and Grande is, I think, on some sort of a family vacation as well. So, yeah. uh, you know, you guys get us. And listen, we're going to... Uh, we're going to take you through everything the way that the, uh, the the boys usually do it. We're going to talk about our top plays. Um, we're going to talk about our fades for the night. We're going to talk some stacks. Uh, we'll even try and build around a, a little bit of a lineup here and see if we can't get you guys uh, some, uh, some, some good working knowledge here. Because, I mean, let's face facts. We're talking about this right now. Lineups are not in. So we don't see what the stacks are. So this is just strictly based on, you know, like on paper – what we're looking at, the certain numbers and things like that. So um, let's start it off here as uh, as John and James do. Now, they usually talk about their top three hits from their last broadcast. Um, I don't have one. Do you? I do not. No, so we're, we're off to a great start. <laughs> here we go. Bad a thousand, ladies and yeah. gentlemen. Um, all right. So, I mean, listen, overview of the slate, just kind of taking a, a look at it. I think first and foremost, Dan, it's course Field. Yeah, uh, and when I looked at the slate, I was really hoping that we were going to get you know a course field just to make it a little easier, just to throw out some hitters. And <laughs> and and we're we're getting the Angels in course field, so obviously you know Otani and, and Trout are going to be very appealing options. Um, I was really bummed that the Reds and Braves didn't quite make this seven oh five lock time, uh, but the, since they started twenty five minutes earlier. But you know we got course to no surprises. It's the highest projected total uh, on the slate of the night. Um, I'm not going to lie, I was actually playing around with some with plugging Kyle Freeland in as my SP two on DraftKings at the right price of just $5,000. I understand like that that's playing with fire, but he's actually done pretty well at home. Um, so if, if you're a, a bit of a masochist, I guess you could go that route, but uh, overall still, still a really fun slate pitching some really good pitching options. Uh, we were both kind of on board with who we like, who we don't like and, and plenty of teams to stack on, on this loaded slate. I am not going with Kyle Freeland. I can't blame you. You know, I was looking at him like, it's a guy that's $5,000 and maybe he can squeeze out five innings and limit the damage and I can spend up elsewhere. But, you know, if I'm doing 20 lineups, maybe I mix him into two, but I'm probably only going to do like three to five lineups and easily just going to avoid it altogether. Yeah. Angels, you know, I mean, they're they're a top 12 team in the, uh, in in the league against left-handed pitching. So, you know, I never want to, you know, kind of dazzle, you know, you know, dabble in that and see what, you know, what I want to try. I think there are some other names that we could definitely uh, take a look at. Always check out the fantasy alarm 
uh, weather page. So that way you can make sure you can see where the, if the wind's blowing in, if the wind's blowing out, obviously weather reports right now, we are recording this the night before. So uh, the weather reports are unreliable at this point in time right now. So check the uh, fantasyalarm.com slash weather is the, uh, is the page that you want to go to and uh, uh, get all of that information. Let's make it nice and easy here. Let's go quick and dirty. Let's talk about the pitchers who we like. Why don't you start off here? Uh, pitchers who you like for uh, for tonight's action. Top play, top value. Uh, top play for me is going to be uh, Shane Bieber. Strangely enough, only the fifth most expensive pitching option on the slate uh, on DraftKings. Uh, really love him. Love the matchup. Uh, you know, at home opposing hitters, they're only slashing 209, 277, 281, and he's got a 1.89 ERA. He's averaging 20 fantasy points per game at home on DraftKings. Cleveland's minus 140 favorites to win outright. The projected game total opened at eight runs even. So, you know, I'm willing to avoid, you know, Webb, Sanga, Gilbert, and Giolito and just, you know, go with uh, Shane Bieber as my top pitching option on the board. Uh, top value. Um, I'm curious if you think Emmett Sheehan is going to be maybe like a chalk donkey play just based on what he did in his first start. It's, it's not entirely a lock that he's going to get another start after this. And it is a tough matchup at home against, uh, the defending world series champions in the Houston Astros. So I am curious how you feel about them, but you know, at the same time, I'm perfectly fine. uh, playing Kyle Gibson against the Mariners. Yeah. I like the, uh, I like the pay down. I definitely, I, th- I think, you know, I mean, I think Sheehan will probably be, you know, GPP chalky. I think a lot of people kind of jump on that and see, you know, who they like the most from there. But, you know, again, when you're talking about the fact that he's 6,500 and what that's going to open up, I mean, who are the pitchers who are around him? The, you know, Sandoval, Corbin, yeah. these are not guys who you're going to want to use. So, you know, listen, I don't mind taking that shot on Sheehan uh, and hoping that he does well. Dodgers have not been a very strong team offensively uh, in recent weeks. I think here over the last uh, seven days, the Dodgers actually, how about this? Uh, a 266 weighted on base average with a 071 isolated power mm. mark. Uh, so they've hit three home runs in the last seven days. They're not hitting for any power. Uh, 26 and a half. Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm supposed to be looking at Houston. Come on, Dan. You're supposed, <laughs> Sorry. To, Sorry, you're supposed to keep me on the straight and narrow, buddy. Houston's middle of the pack. They're middle of the road. 307 weighted on base average, a 149 isolated power mark. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's middle of the road. So I think that, yeah, I think that Sheehan is definitely a guy who can uh, who can probably return uh, at least some semblance of a decent value for you on the uh, on this slate. Um, my pay down, the value I like, believe it or not, here um, is Wade Miley. You know, I, mean, I think this, that's, to- I think that's going to be one spot that we actually disagree on this week. But uh, you know, I, I I love that you know we can be on two ends of the spectrum for this matchup. Yeah, I mean, I, I listen. I, you know, I'm, I've never been a Wade Miley fan. I've never been a Wade Miley fan. But you know, he came back from injury, shut down the Pirates uh, in his first matchup there. And you know, if you look at his game log. Like with the exception of getting thumped by the Dodgers um, for seven runs, he, he has uh, six starts um, where he never gave up more than three runs. And, you know, and, and the strikeout numbers aren't really what you want. But for me as like a second starter, I mean, I, I think that, you know, I, I'm not really going to mind. I do like Bieber as a top play here as yeah. well. I definitely do. 
but I kind of feel like I might hang in the uh, in the value range a little bit in order to be able to get those bats from you know you know because I'm gonna want Padres bats. I'm gonna want Rockies against uh, against Sandoval. I'm gonna want some Angels going up against Freeland, and so for that factor. Wade Miley, I'll forego the strikeouts from him and see if he can't just keep that Cleveland lineup in check. Let's face it, dude. The Guardians against lefties, um, 301 Woba, uh, 133 isolated power mark. Again, they're not a big strikeout team, but they're not hitting for anything. They're not hitting for shit. They're hitting they're like fourth lowest in the uh in, in the league right now. So that's kind of where I'm leaning over there. And then what I'm gonna do. Is I'm going to pair him with Kyle Gibson. That's a good play. Right price Gibson, of eighty one hundred on DraftKings, and you know four and one in his last six starts with four quality starts, uh, at least sixteen fantasy points on DraftKings, and five of those starts. So yeah, I mean I, I love uh, Kyle Gibson as well. I might try to go with Bieber and Gibson, uh, or if I need a real value, I might just go to Emmett Sheehan. But you know I think I, I agree with you. Kyle Gibson's a, a nice play on Friday. Let's see what happens if we go because we'll just we'll we'll tuck them in here into the lineup for the time being, and then we'll just see where we go by the end of the uh, by the end of the whole thing. I have no problem. Bieber, I I have listed as my uh, as my top play also. Um, my you know my top spend up. So I love that. I mean, obviously, you know, we love Milwaukee. Strikeout rate for that team has just been atrocious. So uh, I'm pretty good there. So all right, uh, you, you don't like Miley. We both like Gibson. We both like Bieber. Sheehan, we'll see what happens. I'll, I'll be, I'd be willing if we can't build a decent lineup out of this. Um, I'll be very happy to, uh, to grab myself, you know, put Sheehan in there instead of Bieber, and let's see what we can do. Let's do it. Um, any, any uh, particular pitchers that you're looking at fading for, uh, for the night? Uh, it's probably going to be Logan Gilbert. Uh, just looking at the home road splits. Uh, wasn't in love with them earlier. I'm just trying to see what I have for him in my notes. Um, but yeah, like I like the way Baltimore's coming around. Um, and you know, we, we talk, I, I, the only reason I initially was off on Gibson is because we talked about in football a lot, you know, the West coast team that's travel East. And I know the Mariners have already been on the East coast. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things where I, I saw how he performed uh, away from whatever they're calling Seattle stadium right now, T-Mobile park or something like, I can't even remember. Let's call it the kingdom. I know it is Safeco. That's what it was called when I was out, when I visited some family out there, but like, I know it's had like three or four name changes since I can't keep up with the advertising <laughs> baseball, but you know, I know like he even had a homie area of four. I think his roadie area was closer to like four five, seven. So, you know, I was instantly turned off by that. So I'm, I'm not, in the mood to pay up for Logan Gilbert when I can, you know, go elsewhere in that range to two other guys. Funny enough, like you and I, we should just, instead of, you know, sharing the screen with this DraftKings lineup, we should just do the Spider-Man meme where they're pointing at each other. Yeah. Right. Little samesies. Right. All right. So great. That's, that's, this is our initial blush here again, locking it in. We'll try Bieber with Gibson. And if we pay down to Sheehan, we'll pay down to Sheehan. We'll take a look and see uh, what we're going to need. Um, don't forget, guys, do me a favor, hit that like, uh, like the, you know, the like button on the video uh, and subscribe to uh, the Fantasy Alarm YouTube page, the Better Sports Network YouTube page as well. You're getting a ton of great videos and shorts and everything that's coming in there. Um, and of course, with Fantasy Alarm doing their NFL draft guide right now, you might want to get over there. 
um, fantasyalarm.com slash draft guide. Uh, use that promo code Howard if you're going to go with uh, the All Pro subscription. Uh, it'll take 50% off your first six months. You get the guide for free with your uh, subscription, or if you just want to buy the guide on its own, $26.99, fantasyalarm.com slash draft guide. Uh, and then also, we're, we're running a seven day free trial. So take it for a spin, see what you like. Play some MLB DFS, win that money, and it'll pay for your subscription right off the bat. So for sure, for sure, that's that's my spiel. <laughs> um, let's let's go to the infield here. I mean, we'll just kind of you know we'll take some broad strokes, um, maybe some different positions, some same positions. Um, I'll lead it off here. We'll just say my my top play. I'm gonna go with Manny Machado. I'm gonna go against uh, Patrick Corbin. Uh, anytime you get a chance to stack some right-handed bats. Uh, against Patrick Corbin, I, I highly recommend it. So Padres look like they're coming into their own. They're just coming off of this 10 nothing thumping uh, of the San Francisco Giants. So uh, for me, it's Machado uh, leaning on uh, on Corbin there as my top play. How about you? Uh, I do like another member of the Padres. I believe Juan Soto has something like four straight games with multiple hits. But my top play and this is, I think, where we're going to defer on uh, Wade Miley. Uh, I really like Jose Ramirez uh, Friday night. Getting very hot with the bat uh, since June 7th. He's slashing 434, 466, and 868. Uh, seems a little bit mispriced at 5,400. Sure, it's a, it's a premium. You're paying it for a good player. But, you know, I think he's playing more like a high 5K, low 6K type of player. Um, so I fully expect uh, Jose Ramirez to keep it going heading into the weekend. Well, we're going to have to duke it out when we build our lineup since we're both loving the third baseman here, the expensive third baseman. Yes, well, sir. What we can do? Um, I'm going to go to the other side of the diamond here for my uh, my value play, and I'm going to listen. I'm going to pick on Clark Schmidt. I'm going to pick on the Yankees. Yankees just getting absolutely abused by the Seattle Mariners. You know, in yesterday's game, I just you know I, I really I worry about Clark Schmidt whether or not he can really actually. Uh, keep this lineup down. I mean, the Texas Rangers, probably the top hitting lineup. Uh, I mean, them and the Rays, the two of them are the top two offenses in uh, in Major League Baseball. Nate Lowe, lefty first baseman. Uh, you know, he's kind of priced down a little bit in the sense that, uh, yeah, look at that. You can get him at 4,200 over at first base. So, um, and that could actually lead into a little bit of a Texas Rangers stack, which we might be uh, eyeballing there. So value play for me, Nate Lowe. Uh, I'm a. Is Severino pitching tomorrow for the Yankees? Severino. No, he shouldn't be. It, sh it said Clark Schmidt is what I saw. DK is showing Severino. So DK is showing Severino. Yeah. Let's see. MLB schedule says Friday the 23rd, Dane Dunning versus Clark Schmidt. Yeah, ESPN showing the same thing. All right, DraftKings, get your uh, get your act together. Dun, 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 dun. Um, even if it's, I'll tell you what, even if it's Severino, I still love this Texas line. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, yeah, they're putting up runs and, and hitting incredibly well. Uh, but my value play, I really like uh, going to second base. Um, Whit Merrifield, I know he doesn't have a ton of power. Uh, still has stolen base upside. Um, seems underpriced. I believe he's 3,800. I'll just confirm. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, He's hitting 343 over the last month. And what I like is that he's hitting closer to the top of the order. I think for the last handful of games, especially this week, he's hit second in that lineup. 
Uh, so Whit Merrifield was a guy that I was instantly plugging into my early lineups just to see how much salary he could save and where I could allocate that elsewhere. So I do like the potential for him to put up double-digit points, especially against James Caprillion, who is awful on the road for Oakland. <laughs> I got a confession to make. Go for it. When I bet against Oakland, I crapped the bet. I don't know what it is. You you've seen it, right? You you you've seen the picks. Right. Like all of a sudden, I like I went from like sky high in the world, and then all of a sudden, I like went into like the crapper for a couple of weeks, and it was like it was tough. And every time I was betting against Oakland, you know, because you're trying to find some value, and you know, and the, you know, the the money line against Oakland is always like minus two sixty. Right. You know, and yeah. You're not going to bet that. So you know, you try to play around with the run line, and you look at it right now. In the, the eight-game losing streak that the A's are on right now, um, six out of those eight games were one-run games. Six out of eight. Yeah. They always manage to screw me. So, But listen, I'll, I'll throw Whit Merrifield in there against Caprillion because maybe your energy will help out my uh, my crappy energy. That's a good tip because I am covering the MLB best bets for Friday. So I'll, I'll be sure to not get, target the Oakland Athletics too much. I'll just watch him on that freaking run line. So, or, or I mean, I wonder what the what the odds are for tomorrow of what they are on the run line. That that ought to be. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip over to DK right now and take a look at it. And the Oakland Athletics uh, getting one and a half runs. It is plus one twenty five against Chris Bassett. Yeah. <laughs> That's something to think about. Make a note for yourself there. Make we'll, a do, note. we'll do. Um, all right. Uh, big fade tonight. Uh, Trey Turner. I, I just, again, he hasn't put together the season that you want. It's been bad. It has been bad. Yeah. And Senga looks like he kind of turned a little bit of a corner um, and started pitching much better. I'm just not going to invest in a bat like, like Trey Turner's. Uh, and and hope that he's going to turn around. Fifty eight hundred for the 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 garbage stats that we've been getting the entire time. Yeah. It's no bueno for me. No easy fade. I'm in complete agreement. It's Trey Turner. That's the infield fade. All right, all right. Well, then I guess that we can uh, we can kind of scooch into the outfield. Although, if you you do want to pick a catcher, we can build the lineup as we go. <sighs> catcher, 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 catcher. Uh, this is so the catchers that I was looking at. Um, I know you alluded to the Texas bats. I, I do like, uh, Jonah Heim. If he gets a start, um, if, especially if he's going to be switch hitting and hitting uh, lefty, he can take advantage of the short right field porch course field catchers are going to be in play. Um, and this is another one, but if Danny Jansen, uh, can get the start tomorrow night, I target him for my blue Jay stack. So I don't know. I, I always, I, whenever I pay up a catcher, it never goes well. So that's, that's always my big reservation. All right. Well, Danny Jansen will throw him down there at 3,400 and see if we got like a little nice little mini stack there. Some Jays against Caprillion. Uh, third base, we're going to have to make that decision. Ramirez Machado. I'll lean on Ramirez for you here for the time being. Thank you. But if I need to save 100 bucks, we're going right back down to uh, Manny Machado. That's fair. Um, it's going to be impossible to build this lineup now because of, of who I want in the outfield. And I mean, for to me... It, it starts with Mike Trout, right-handed bat, hits for power. Kyle Freeland tries to get, you know, be a low ball pitcher, which, you know, Mike Trout just kind of tees off on. Um, 6,500, he's the third priciest guy uh, on the slate, but I'm having a hard time not thinking about what I want to do with Mike Trout here. 
Uh, my top bat in the outfield, I alluded to it earlier. Uh, I, st- I really like Juan Soto at 5,900, uh, multiple hits in four straight games. Um, power has been a little bit behind. Uh, I do think that it's coming around. Um, <clears throat> and Patrick Corbin is pretty much awful in every facet of the game nowadays, so I have no problem uh, picking on him, uh, similar to how you're going to you know, utilize Manny Machado against him as well. Yes, indeed, sir. Yes, but I totally understand. We will need to find, save a little money in this range. Yeah, I don't even know where we're gonna. Like, we're gonna have to like do some serious paydowns there. I was looking at. Um, I was eyeballing Nolan Jones going up against Patrick Sandoval. Uh, Nolan <clears throat> Jones has been crushing lefties. He's not terrible there at forty one hundred. Um, but if we throw him in there next to Mike Trout, um, yeah, it's pushing us down to uh to bargain basement. Twenty-five fifty a player, and we still have an outfielder and a shortstop to go. Who's your uh, Who's your your big value in the outfield? Big value in the outfield. Um, going back to Baltimore, I know we were talking about how we were fading uh, Logan Gilbert. Uh, I'm perfectly fine taking some value with the O's and going to a guy like Ryan O'Hearn. Um, okay. O'Hearn has a nine-game hit streak with five extra base hits in that span. Um, if we're also looking for value, maybe at shortstop, and you wanted to get exposure in Coors Field, I think uh, I think Tovar is coming off the paternity list, and so he might be available tomorrow night. And he's in the low three K range. If you if that might open up a little bit of salary for you to pay up more in the outfield. Um, well, I mean, here you go. So if we went Jansen, Low, Merrifield, Jose Ramirez, Tovar, Trout, Nolan Jones, and Ryan O'Hearn. We got, we're at 1300 over, which means we're going to have to swap out. Now, we could go, we could take out Kyle Gibson. Yeah. And we could actually go to Sheehan right there. And that, that's an even $0 flat. Um, we now have 300 left over. Nope, yep, you're right. My apologies. Damn it, Dan. <laughs> well, if you want to get that extra 100 back, you can, you can pivot to Manny Machado at third base. Um, I don't think that extra hundred is gonna gonna require it. I mean, take a look at this lineup right now. This is where we're uh, this is where we're at, people. Let's get, let's get close up. Let's get close up and personal with this one here. <laughs> um, all right. So that's that's what the lineup kind of looks like right now. You guys can kind of check that out. And in the meantime, you know they do Grande's gems, Impemba's imprints. So I took it the uh, I, I took the liberty here, Dan, of going with Bender's big times and Malin's menches. Okay. If that's a little, you know, because the, the Jew in me loves the word mensch. If mensch is not a word that you feel comfortable with, you know, we could probably you could come up with your own. But I thought Malin's menches was uh, was right on. Yeah, we can run with that. You could also do Malin's meltdowns or. We don't want meltdowns. We want good stuff here, Dan. Okay. Copy. <laughs> well, all right. So, what, what are who are you going to be some of your benders big times for Friday? Um, all right. Uh, here we go. We'll start off the home run call, Fernando Tatis Jr. Okay. I mean, I could say Mike Trout. I think Mike Trout's actually going to do it, but I think Trout's going to do a whole lot more than that. So, I'll just say home run call, Fernando Tatis. How about you? Uh, going to go with his teammate to mention him at least three times. Now, I'm going to take Juan Soto. Stack those Padres, baby. Stack those Padres. I love it. Uh, who's your top stack? Uh, I really like the Blue Jays. I know they can be affordable. Um, you can probably pair them with a lot of the more expensive bats on the slate. Um, again, we're going to need lineups to come out, but 
you know, if, if we're getting a guy like Mirfield and, and Danny Jansen, you know, I, I think that's a team that can really take advantage of James Caprillion, who is awful on the road. Yes, he is. Um, I'm kind of digging on the Giants, actually, against Zach Davies. He pitches to a lot of contact. The lefty bats in uh, in San Francisco are pretty strong. Um, I love, you know, Tyro Estrada. Uh, Lamonte Wade Jr., I think, is probably one of the more undervalued guys out there. Just want to make sure he should be at the top of the lineup, but then I want to see what the rest of the lineup is uh, surrounding him. Are, where are they going to put Jock Peterson? Uh, because those are just different names that we're going to want to explore. But for the time being right now, I do love the Giants against uh, Davies, even though we have no Giants in our lineups right now. Does that ballpark – I remember years ago, like, I, and I used to do cover ballpark factors and everything like that, but like I haven't followed it as closely. But is, is that still more of a pitcher's ballpark, or is it becoming more hitter-friendly? Because like I, I – I see in MLB DFS like it, be, it that's more that's a ballpark that everyone seems to be more okay targeting for DFS, especially like late night hammers. No, I mean I no the ballpark still plays to to pitching. It really does. It always has. Um, you know, you got that that right center field where they call it triples alley. Um, I mean, it's just it's so the outfield is so spacious. It really is. So still plays like a pitcher's park, but. Again, I still don't, I don't I don't mind it because the way these giants are built, they're they're built for you know not so much small ball, but when you got guys like Estrada and you guys guys like Wade, um, you know these aren't these aren't big bats that you're looking at. Jock Peterson, you you expect to hit a home run. Yeah. The other guys just you know pepper them around with with some hits. I'm perfectly fine yeah. racking up DK points on you know on base hits and uh, and runs scored. There you go. Yep. Um. So Jays for you, Giants for me. What about a contrarian stack? Uh, I think this is going to go back to where we disagree on Wade Miley a little bit, but I really like the Cleveland Guardians. Very high on Jose Ramirez. Uh, I think our next category is going to be star of the night. He's going to be my star of the night as well. Um, so, you know, I'm pretty high on them, uh, even like Josh Naylor a little bit as well. Um, so if I can afford them, like a lot of my early lineups that I was playing around with were Toronto uh, and Cleveland stacks. Uh I understand like the Padres and, and cores are going to be popular. I was mostly just trying to see what I could build that could be very different. Um, so I've been building a lot of like Toronto guardians, but you know, I will be mixing in the more popular stacks as well. Yeah. I got you on that one. I'm actually my contrarian stack. I'm going with the Orioles against Logan Gilbert, because I think that people are going to be afraid of using Orioles bats against Logan Gilbert. And, you know, listen, I love, <clears throat> excuse me, the top end of that lineup, uh, you know, big Adley Rutschman fan. You don't like paying up for catching. I really dig on on him. I think Anthony Santander uh, is another underrated bat. So I think as far as a contrarian stack goes, if I'm building multiple lineups, um, I might play around with it. You're, they're also not going to be too expensive, and they'll let you, <coughs> excuse me, sprinkle in a little bit of Coors Field in there too. Yeah, I mean you can also mix in like Ryan O'Hearn and Austin Hicks as well. No doubt about it. No doubt. All right, uh, star of the night. Oh, you said it. Jose I, already gave, I gave mine away, yeah, because it was part of my contrarian stack. So it's more more so your turn right now. Dude. Uh, Mike Trout. Yeah. Surprise. <laughs> he's, he's on the cover of this. I'll have to send you so the cover. So bold of you. Right? I'm just... yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. It's the first time he's in cores this year. No, I don't blame you. And our value play of the night, what do you got? Uh, it's going to be Whit Merrifield still. Um, there are some value pieces that I'm interested uh, in in cores a little bit. You know, and honestly, 
I don't hate Anthony Volpe, but I, f- I would only play him more if like you were, you know, going to be stacking Yankees against Texas. But um, I'd still like Ezekiel Tovar if he's in the lineup after being on paternity leave. Um, but for me, uh, I've touched on it a lot. It's going to be Whitmerfield in the infield. All right. And for me, it's, it's still Nate Lowe. I mean, again, 4,200. If you can, if you can stack them up with a couple of guys, that's always nice. You know, you stack them up. You said you like Jonah Heim. Uh, that that's actually they they kind of are, are right there near the the lineup themselves. Um, Nate Lowe bats fifth behind Adolis Garcia, and then you've got Josh Young and Jonah Heim, and that actually that trio has been pretty damn sweet for everybody this year. Very nice, very nice. Love it. All right, so you guys see the lineup. You guys have heard the plays. Tune in later on today at 5 p.m. Eastern as Dan Servadidio and Adam Ronis take you through the rest of the night with the lineups uh, and help you out with everything for that. Uh, in the meantime, for uh, for Dan Malin, I'm Howard Bender. Appreciate you all tuning in. We'll catch you next time.